Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 5 episode 52 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials found in February the 27th to March the 5th uh, in Matthew chapter 8, Mark 2 to 4 and Luke 7. Um, And within these chapters we're going to have a look at the principle of the Saviour being a healer. Again, the Come Follow Me manual gives a wonderful uh, kind of introduction to this in the first chapter. It says, quote, One of the clearest messages in the New Testament is that Jesus Christ is a healer. Accounts of the Saviour healing the sick and afflicted are many, from a woman with a fever to a widow's son who had died. Why the emphasis on physical healing? What messages might there be for us in these miracles? Certainly, one obvious message is that Jesus Christ is the Son of God with power over all things, including our physical pains and imperfections. Uh, So when you read about a blind person or a leper being healed, you might think of the healing, both spiritual and physical, that you can receive from the Saviour and hear him say to you, thy faith has saved thee. Close quote. So we're going to go through and we're going to have a look and uh, see what we can get uh, from these different experiences. Uh, And... Again, I'm going to just kind of follow it in this structure that the, the manual suggests, um, but uh, they're not in necessarily chronological order or not necessarily uh, in the, um, uh, the the manual suggests. So uh, we'll go first to Matthew chapter 8, uh, where, and when we go through each of these, there's some questions to consider as well. So we won't get through all of them today, maybe the next two or three days. But as we look at these miracles of, and healings that we're going to have a look at, first we want to look at what uh, the accounts teach us about faith in Christ, what it teaches us about the Saviour, and what we need to learn from these miracles. So the first we'll start with the leper, which is in Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. And um, this um, is pretty straightforward, but again, we'll read the four verses that covers it, and we'll learn some principles. It says, when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now, straight away, a few things to pick out here. First of all, uh, as many of you will be aware, a leper in those days was seen as physically unclean. Um, it, is an, it was an illness that could be um, transferred over if people touched them. Uh, and so it was something which made them, made people a... Um, an outcast uh, and uh, cast away from everyone else there to live separately but what we sometimes don't realize or that we forget is that people saw leprosy as a uh, a punishment uh, for a sin or for being spiritually unclean so not only did these people have this physical ailments have to work with but they were also cast out uh, from from others and judged because they were seen as having to having done something wrong to get this affliction um, as well. So there was a lot of uh, difficulty along with this. So the fact that the Saviour comes before the Saviour and kneels before him is significant. And the fact that Jesus does not shy away, in fact, if anything, in the next verse it says, um, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. Like, the fact that it specifically calls out the fact that the Saviour reached out and touched him is significant. No matter where we are in our lives, no matter what spiritual condition we are in, no matter what point we are, the Saviour will never shy away from us. He is always there to reach out and cleanse and touch us. 
uh, and to influence our lives. He can do those things and he is willing and able and ready to help us. Uh, and this is just, you know, a wonderful um, reminder to us about his love and mercy and grace for us, no matter where we are or what we have done. Uh, I just think that is powerful. But something else that is also powerful, which I love, is the the, leper, the leper's words um, that he said. Uh, now, obviously, the King James Version is a little tricky for us to understand in our modern day language. This Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. If we read it in the New International Version, it says, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And similarly, in the English Standard Version, it says, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. This is not a you know, please, you know, heal me or, um, you know, a, a request. It is a statement of fact, a statement of knowledge that the leper knows that the Saviour, if it is his will, if he wants to, he can heal him, uh, which is powerful, really powerful. Do we still have, do we have that faith, that assurity, that knowledge, that that certainty that we can be clean, we can be made right, we can be made whole, because of the Saviour's power and grace for us. Um, it's just really wonderful. And then, of course, immediately his leprosy was cleansed, as it says. Um, but in verse 4, interestingly, the Saviour says to him, See that thou tell no man, but go thy way. Shew thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Again, what is really interesting is that despite the Saviour knowing that perhaps that uh, the... The pre that for want of a better word, the priesthood leaders of the time were not focused on the things that mattered most that they needed to be reproved and um, rebuked and reminded uh, about how they needed to focus on um, the the spiritual aspects of the law and the higher law that he was teaching. He still recognized their priesthood authority and told the leper to go and show himself as people had to in those days once they were cleansed to go to the priest and show that they were clean and make that sacrifice and make a sacrifice there. Um, so I just think that is, you know, four verses that we just talked about there for nearly over half this episode, which I think we can gain a lot from in terms of knowing about faith, the power of faith and how it can help clean us, cleanse us, but also the Saviour's approach to us in our seeking to be healed physically or spiritually that he is always there ready for us when we make ourselves ready to come to him and humble ourselves before him and recognize that his power is complete and ultimate and can cleanse and heal and bless. We then go to uh, the centurion's servant. Now, this is found in Matthew chapter 8 and Luke chapter 7, and I don't think we're going to get to the end of this <laughs> this uh, experience uh, in this episode, but we'll start with it in Matthew 8. Um and uh, Jesus is there in, in Capernaum. And what's interesting is this centurion is obviously a uh, is a Gentile. Uh, so, you know, he is someone that is not of this, uh, the Jewish faith, but yet he has heard of Jesus. And in fact, in Luke 7, 3, it says, And when he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. Um, so that is... Um, interesting that he hears of the saviour and he he has faith already that he can heal his son um and he, jesus agrees to come but in verse 8 the centurion is interesting in what he says he says lord i am not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof 
but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. So the centurion, you know, states that he has authority over people, and he knows that he can ask them to go and do certain things, and they will go and do it. Um, but, and so therefore he knows and he feels and believes that the Saviour has that same power to sp simply speak the words to be healed rather than necessarily have to go to his son um, and he will be healed. And Jesus responds in verse 10 with, with marveling. He says, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said unto them that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Um, that is just a wonderful testament to this centurion's faith. Now, we are going to have to stop there, but uh, we will conclude uh, looking at uh, this experience um, later, uh, well, in the next episode. But um, again, just this idea that faith must precede the miracle and strength, strong faith can help work wonders on others' behalf. Because remember, it's not the centurion's son's faith necessarily that has healed him, but the centurion's father. And what a great message that is for those of us who are parents whose children perhaps have wandered astray, uh, or in fact, just, you know, for anyone that we pray for, whether it be a relative or not. Um, our faith can help work miracles on their behalf. So why not, you know, live our covenants and call, be able to call upon the powers of heaven to help bless our lives and the lives of those that we know and love. Thank you so much uh, for listening today. Please do join us tomorrow as we continue with this, uh, this study of this fantastic week we've got ahead of us. Uh, and until we meet again.